Thank you for joining us on the CFF Podcast. Today, we'll be sharing an inspiring message from the Word of God. We hope you enjoy and welcome home. Wait, do I have to have a reason to love you? You know, I can't just be a loving person. You know what I mean? It's like, do you know why you say what you say? This verse is the most incredible, beautiful, powerful verse that you will hear. I'm telling you, it is amazing. John 3.16. There's a reason why it's the most famous verse of the entire scripture. Right after God created, right? The, the most important verse, listen, listen, that you will hear is perhaps this verse. And it says, for God so loved, and then everybody gets lost when we say the world. Oh, because I'm not the world. What if I told you this? For God so loved you, Ezekiel. He loved you so much that he gave his only son. So that you don't die in your sin. So you don't go to hell. But instead, you would have a life with me forever. Imagine that. That God would say that. And when we put the world, it's easy to forget that you are the world. That you mean the world to God. That if you were the only one on this earth. Listen, I'm telling you, angel. If you were the only one on this earth, God would have come just for you. Isn't that amazing that God would send his only son. So that whoever would believe in him. Whoever believes in him. Would not perish but have everlasting life. I heard a story one time of this, this uh, you know, this, uh, this kid. And he's trying to save this ants that are all walking down the direction uh, of death, of doom, I guess. I don't know what's over there. A burning fire or something. I don't know what it is. But, but this kid's like trying to get the ants to say, stop. Don't go that way. Stop. And he like moves them. He's trying to move them out of the way. <laughs> like blow out of the way. And like trying to put papers in them. And put little rocks around. They just keep going around the rocks. And still headed to the to life of doom, you know. And he's like, would you guys just stop going that direction? And so the little kid says something. How I wish I was an ant so I could tell him which way to go. Right? And it seems so, so simple. It's like this little kid telling this story. But I think that's what God did with us. He tried to speak to us in so many ways. He'd send prophets. He'd send, you know, all kinds of amazing, amazing miracles and signs and wonders. And we still kept on going down the same dumb, dark direction. Aren't you glad that God said, you know what? Sure, I'll lower myself. I'll make myself a human. I'll make myself a human. I'll come down to this level so I could speak your language. The language of suffering. The language of pain. Hey, listen, in heaven we won't have any of that. But God said, I'll bring all that onto myself. Temptation. Are you kidding me? That God would say, I'll take on that stuff. Because I need to communicate with these people. I need to let them know that there is a way to so much better than where you're going. Right here, right now, where you're headed. And that way is heaven. And that way is Christ. Does that make sense? So this is the one most incredible thing you'll know today. Jesus loves you so much. He gave. The question is, what did he give? He gave his only son. I have two boys, right? And I'm sorry, I love you guys, but I wouldn't give any of them for you. And that's a fact. I don't care how much you are awesome and how cool you are and how much good you can do to this world. My son is my son. And I would never give up Elijah or Josiah for any of you. Now, that you're like, well, I'm going to go to faith community now because my pastor doesn't love me. You know what I mean? It's just like maybe that pastor would, but I wouldn't. You know why? Because I don't have that kind of love. God has that kind of love. His only son, he gave him for you. Like he loves you that much. And there's that key word. If you could just listen with me, it's he gave. He gave. He gave. Raise your hand if you're married here. All right. All right. Raise your hand if you're single. All right. Let's try it again. Raise your hand if you're married. All right. Good. You can see the, the, the wives going, you better scream right now, son. You better say a little louder with some conviction. But 
If you are married, you understand that to love is to give. Man, to love is to give. We were just in this room, uh, Julie, and, and you know, we were talking about right what uh, Billy Graham's wife said, that this, a good marriage is just simply uh, the unity between two good forgivers. Right? Two good forgivers. Now, forgiveness is that for giving. Right? You give because of the stuff they've done. You still give. You extend mercy. You extend love. You extend, no matter what they did, you're still for giving. Not against giving, but for giving. The continuation of the giving of yourself. Can I go back and repeat that? For giving. Not against giving. You are for giving. Giving yourself. Giving love. Giving time. Giving words of affection. Giving yourself. You are for giving. Can I tell you this? God loves you. Therefore, he gave. Can we say, and of course we're going to pick up an offering. You say, oh, see, there you go. I'm picking up an offering. Trying to collect. No, no, no. This is more than an offering. See, we believe in this, in this ministry. You will never have a hard time giving your tithing if you understand who your life belongs to. Okay? God never asked you for 10%. He asked you for 100%. And so that, the rest is just easy. God takes care of the rest. This is right here, right now. It's about do you know how to love and how to give? Do you know how to respond to the love that you've been given? So what we're going to do today, yes, we're going to pick up the offerings. We're going to pick up the tithing, which are completely different. Offerings and tithings, right? Did, this, did the air just get dense all of a sudden? I talk about money. People are like, uh, can you keep talking about God loving me, please, for a second? Right? It's just like you can cut it with a knife, cheapos. You know, but <laughs> what I'm talking about is something so, so much more than finances, you guys. You have nothing to give tonight. How about you give God praise? Amen. Maybe you say, hey, pastor, you know, I got no J-O-B right now, you know, but... You shouldn't have a girlfriend, by the way. If you don't have a job, you shouldn't have a girlfriend. Anyway, so uh, if, you, if you say, well, I don't have this, it's okay, man. There's so many ways to worship God. You know, uh, what I'm talking about is the giving because he loves you. Giving yourself, giving love, giving time, giving, giving what you have, giving what you are. So I'm going to encourage you to do something right now. I'm going to encourage you to focus your giving in God right now. Some of you will be financially, those that are able to. The rest of you and the rest of us, I would say all of us, Focus your giving, your giving of praise, your giving of worship, your giving of your attention, giving of yourself. Be here. There's nothing worse, I'm telling you, nothing worse than not truly giving yourself to the one who deserves it. I'm telling you this right here, right now. I've been married for almost nine years now. And I sit with this hot girl every day of my life. She's so amazing. Amazing. People tell me if she's blind, why is she with me? This older man told me that a couple weeks ago. I was like... You're lucky you're old. I'll punch you in the face. Uh, but, but it was so cool because I get something, you know. I am next to this woman, and sometimes I forget to be truly there and give myself my attention, my love, my, my everything. So today we're, today we're going to break. We're going to break that mindset, that cycle, and we're going to give everything to God. Can you guys do that with us? Tonight, Give everything to God. You'll begin with your offerings. Like I said, that is a beautiful show of faith and, and affection to God. And honestly, understanding where it comes from. But then after that is given. You give everything, all of you, to God. Is that okay? Did we get the message? Should I start over? All right, good, good. So here's what we, we do it at, at CFF. We come up to the front and we just give our offerings here. We present our offerings. So if we could bring the, the little, what do you call them, bags? Yeah, there you go. All right, so let me pray for this, and then we come up, and we're going to give our offerings, and then uh, we'll get to the part we've all been waiting for. Is that good? That's been giving, right? Giving money. That's what you guys have been waiting for. Are you guys okay? All right, good, good. Close your eyes. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much because we get to give. 
Thank you, God, because you bless us so much. You give us so much. And we get to give. I love you, Lord, because I know that in spite of our mistakes and what we've done and we haven't done, you love us so much. You gave your son for us. You gave everything. I once heard that heaven went bankrupt as it gave Jesus to earth. Lord God, that the best and the most incredible, powerful thing, the unity between the Father and, and the Spirit of God at the moment of the cross where Jesus said, Abba, Abba, Abba Sabachthani, why have you for, forsaken me? God, that you even gave up that, a moment of a complete unity, Lord, so that we can be accepted. Lord God, you gave up so much. You gave everything. You gave us life. You give us grace. You forgive us. You give us everything we have and everything we are. Lord God, as we give our offerings and our giving of our praise and our worship, would you just receive it with a, like a, like a fragrant scent? We give joyfully. We give happily, God. We don't give because we have to or because we, we're forced to or feel bad about it. God, we give because we love you, because we respond to that love, because we understand that everything that we do in this place is just for you and you alone, Lord. You are our one and only audience, God. Thank you so much for what you've done so far. We get to give you right now. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. You guys may come up and give your offerings and your tithings. There's also another way to give. We go through uh, our text. Uh, so you could give with your phone and we could give your computer or you could write a check. So we're going to need, um, we're going to do something because people are still coming in and we have no more space in between. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys to do something. Raise your hand if there's a sp an open space between next to you. Okay, there's a couple up here. So for the ushers, Carmen, uh, there's still a couple of seats up here. So if somebody, if people come in, feel free to bring them in. Okay, cool, cool. So here's what we're going to do, you guys. Um, uh, I can tell you guys definitely and certainly we could not have planned this tonight. Like we could not have planned it. We know when God is orchestrating something because we see him do it. And we are just awed and amazed at what God does. We started the month of worship here at CFF. And we really wanted to emphasize Friday nights, it's, it's normally a youth service, just to praise God for an entire month. I mean, you guys just worked super hard. I think we won. How many people did we win this last month? Do you guys know? How many new people gave their life to Jesus? 100 and something? 130, 140? Numbers? <laughs> Good number. Let's just say about 140 people gave their life to Jesus in the last month. Here at this altar, came to the front, signed up, are being consolidated. 
And God is using you guys. We're reading the, the Gospels in 90 days. You guys, we're already through. We already gone through three, three entire books of the Bible. And we're now in the book of John. Right? You guys are amazing. You're consolidating. You're getting trained. You're growing. You're discipling people, doing one-on-ones. Well, we said, you know what? The entire month, just Friday night, we're just going to refresh our spirit. We're going to be in the presence of God and just worship him. And just praise God. We didn't know... That God would bring us the most amazing, I'm telling you guys this, and I'm telling you guys know, for real, for real. I'm not a singing guy, but I know when I hear awesome, I hear, I'm not, God's awesome. Like, I, I know that it's not just the voice that we get to hear tonight. We get to hear a heart. Um, I heard, I heard, I don't know if it's true, uh, but that she sold more records than any other gospel singer in the history of the world. Is that true, Alvin Jr.? She wouldn't say it. He's like, yeah, you have to ask her song because she's going to be like, well, I don't know. I lost count, you know. Look, uh, I think she has 10 Grammys, I think. 10? You count it? All right, good, good, good. Okay, so, but here's the cool thing. I'm going to tell you guys this. For real, for real, I know that for us, we didn't meet Sissy as the, as the Grammy winner. We met her as a Pastor Sissy Winans. Make sense? Pastor Sissy Love, actually. Pastor Alvin and Sissy. And what we have in front of us is not just a singer. It's a pastor. It's a man, a woman who has God's heart. You know what I mean? And, and she has this incredible gift. But I would just tell you guys this. Today is a banquet. And I'm telling you, God sent it. And Sissy, thank you, Pastor Sissy, thank you so much. We love you. We are so glad you're here. Please welcome Pastor Sissy Winans. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Can I just have um, the stand? God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you. So, on- oh yeah, perfect. So honored to be here. I give honor to your pastors, Pastor Pablo and Pastor Eunice. Let's give them a hand. And... Um, what can I say? Like he said, no, God, nobody else could have planned this. It's just perfect because he told me that you guys would be speaking on worship all month. And um, I was like, well, I'm coming in town, actually, for something I'm supposed to do in the morning. And, uh, but God blessed me to be able to come in tonight. And we're just going to worship. Is that all right? Um, I... I'm honored to be before you, and I am blessed because I am a worshiper. Um, I love God with all of my heart, soul, and mind. And worship is not just the song, but it's what you're carrying in the song. It's um, understanding who God is, how awesome he is, and giving him the praise at all times. The Bible tells us the, to um, keep praises on our lips. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. And um, what can I say? A life of a worshiper is so exciting. It's so empowering because worship keeps you mindful of who God is. When you keep praises on your lips, it's hard to forget who God is. You always are reminded that he's bigger than any challenge, that he's greater than anything, and that he's better than everything. Um, 
as Pastor Pablo stated, you know, I've been blessed to win a lot of awards, but none of them compare to my relationship to Jesus. So he's bigger than any challenge and he's better than anything that the world could ever offer. It doesn't even come close. So, so worship is a lifestyle. It's saying, Lord, I love you. It's giving everything over to him. Um, because really, that's the only kind that he accepts. A lot of times we're singing songs and we call it worship, but God doesn't even accept it. Because it's all about your heart. You know, it's about loving him when nobody else sees you. It's about loving him and being Letting everything you do bring glory and honor to him. I live my life to please him, no matter where I am. So you please him um, when you're at the gas station. You please him when you're at home. You please him while you're in church. You please him while you're filling out your taxes. Pleasing him in everything you do. That's your aim. Now, we as people, we're, we're going to make mistakes. And there's grace for your mistakes. But you aim to please him every day. And the more you please him, the more you fall in love with him. The more you want to worship him. The more you want to praise him. The more you want to shout it from the mountaintop that Jesus is Lord. Amen? And, 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 and just as the result of that, as you praise him, the Lord does more and more for you. I'm here today because I worship him. I'm here today because he loves me and that he's merciful. And the more I worship him, the more he does. It's not because I'm so great, because I'm not. <laughs> I hear better singers every day. But I remember starting my first solo, I was about eight years old. And I never wanted to sing in front of people. Um, but I fell in love with Jesus at a very young age. And uh, my parents made me sing. And uh, when they made me sing, I would come up and I would start crying. But they didn't care about me crying. They saw a gift in me, and they made me do it anyway. So that's a, that's a message to parents in the house. You have to train your children to be worshipers. And so my, my first song that I sang, it went like this. It said, um, fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. Bread from heaven. Feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. So, so, so that, that was my prayer back then, and it's still my prayer today. And as you just keep pursuing him throughout the years, God will continue to show himself greater and greater and greater. A life of a worshiper never gets boring because God continues to show. 
And as long as I've been walking with them, I'm 53 years old now. As long as I've been walking with them, there's still so much more for me to see. There's so much more for me to learn. There's so much more of him. And so I just want to invite you to surrender everything you have to him and make up in your mind that you're going to become a true worshiper. Not just sing a song, but live a life that aims to please him in everything we do and say. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. We welcome you in this place. Holy Spirit. Holiness for He. 
after me. Say you're holy. Holy. Righteous. Faithful. True. You're true. those hands together and praise him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He's holy, he's holy, he's holy. He's holy, he's holy, he's holy. When you see him for who he is, you can't help but worship him. Amen? You can't help but worship him. You may be seated in his presence. You can do whatever you want to do, but you know, (laughs) we're in his presence. We're here to worship him. Amen? Um, and, and when you, when you worship God in spirit and in truth, it's amazing what happens in your life. Um, the will of the father happens in your life and God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to other people. This next song that I'm going to sing is entitled, Lord, let them fall in love with you. Worship is about being in love with Jesus, being in love with God, totally in love with God. And, um, it happens to be the, the title of my latest CD, that actually Alvin produced and, and wrote. Um, but this, yeah. But, but, but it's, it's why we as believers, um, once we become a believer and, and then we learn to, to have a relationship with God and we fall in love with him and we understand who he is, then it's all about us living our lives so that people will see our good works and glorify God in heaven. It's to live our lives so that others will fall in love with him. So, Father, this is my prayer tonight, that there's anybody in here who does not know you as their personal Savior, that they will come to know you tonight. And those of us who know you already, let us fall in love with you a little bit more, a little bit deeper because of your presence here tonight. Let them fall in love. Hallelujah. They can't see how will they turn if they can't hear how will they learn touch their lives bless their lives hear this
hearts are cold How will they know If minds are seared How will they grow Grant them time Time to find Grace through faith Love through Christ Father Let them fall In love With you And please Forgive them too For they Know not What they do to be in love with him. Hallelujah. For they know not what they do. Let them fall in love with you. So nothing like the love of God. And, and falling in love with him just solves so many problems. <laughs> it's the answer to everything. So when you live your life in love with him and you continue to fall in love with him, you just continue to experience greater and greater things, greater victories, greater challenges, but greater victories. Amen. Amen. How many know that the, the world needs Jesus? How many know we have the answer? To everything we're seeing in the news, we have the answer. Amen? We have the answer. God is faithful and he's true. And it's so important that we worship him in spirit and in truth. And that means just worshiping him with all of your heart. Okay? Understanding who he is. You know you can't worship him unless you know him. Everybody can praise him. But only those who know him can worship him. Um, There's a scripture in Luke where he talks about, um, well, actually, I'm going to wait on the Luke one. John 4. We'll go to John 4. And you guys, I'm sure, is familiar with that scripture. 
John 4 and 24. And this is what's so amazing to me. Because as big as God is, we know that he loves us. As pastors shared earlier, he gave his only begotten son. He gave his best so that we all can live forever. And as big as he is and as much as he loves us, he doesn't force us to do anything. And this scripture always amazes me because God loves everybody around the world. He wants a relationship with each one of us. He knows us by name. And this Bible tells us how precious it is to have a worshiper in God's sight. You are so precious when you begin to see who he is, when you begin to seek him with all of your heart. He said, if you seek me with all of your heart, then you'll find me. And when you begin to seek him with all of your heart, you begin to see who he is. And when you begin to see who he is, you can't help but worship him. But when you worship him with spirit and in truth, it brings glory and honor to him. And it allows him to do those things that only he can do through a worshiper. And so when you look at John 4, and I believe it's 24, it says, 23, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For such doth the Father seek to be his worshipers. God is a spirit and they that worship him must. Didn't say could or should, but they must worship him in spirit and in truth. So this scripture lets us know that we can't give God anything. We have to give him everything. And he's looking for those who are willing to give him everything. Is there anybody here tonight that's willing to give him everything? Anybody ready to worship him according to his greatness? See, we don't worship him according to our circumstance. We don't worship him according to how we feel or what we think. But we worship him according to his greatness. That's why as believers, we don't get an off day. Amen? We walk by faith and you worship him through faith. And when you do that, it allows him to do incredible things. Amen? Now this woman, and I think this is my next song. I'm not, I'm trying to remember my, my plan. Is that number three? I think it is. No, no, that's not it. Okay, let's go to, let's go to Luke 7. And forgive me for having my phone Bible and not my Bible Bible. Luke 7 and 37. It said, and behold, a woman who was in the city, a sinner, and when she knew that he was sitting at meat in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster cruise of ointment, and standing behind at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now, when the Pharisees that had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, 
if he were a prophet, would have perceived who and what manner of woman this is that touches him, that she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Teacher, say on. And a certain lender had two debtors, and the one owed five hundred shillings, and the other fifty. When they had not wherewith to pay, he forgave them both. Which of them, therefore, will love him most? Simon answered and said, He, I suppose, to whom he forgave the most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And turning to the woman, he said to Simon, See if thou this woman, I entered into thy house, I entered into thy house, thou gavest me no water for my feet, for she has wetted my feet with her tears, and wiped them with her hair. Thou gavest me no kiss, but since the time I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but she hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is given, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that even forgiveth sins? And he said unto the woman, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. To me, this is the perfect picture of worship. You know, it's amazing how we who were raised in the church sometimes take take meetings like this for granted. We come in, and it's like, oh, we're at church again. We worship the Lord half-heartedly. It's like we forget who he is. And when people come in who have been forgiven much, and they get saved, and you see their excitement, we should never lose our excitement. Those of us who have been in the house should worship louder than anybody else. Those that God has proven to be faithful over the years should worship better than anybody else. We don't come to church to spectate, but we come to participate. You come to give God everything because he deserves everything. And when we worship the way this woman worshiped, she forgot about everybody else. And she gave God her best. She gave God her best. And when we do that, we change the atmosphere. So if each one of us tonight who are already believers and who are already worshipers, let's do ourselves a favor and let's worship. As I sing this song, I want you to just worship him. Give him all of your heart. Remember how great he is. Open up your alabaster box and let's wash his feet with our tears and dry them with our hair. Humble yourself before the Lord and worship because he's worthy.
The room grew still as she made her way to Jesus. She stumbled through the tears that made her cry. She felt such pain. Some spoke in anger, heard folks whisper, There's no place here for her kind. Still on she came through the shame that flushed her face until at last she knelt before his feet. And though she spoke no words, everything she said was heard. She poured her love for the master from her box of alabaster. So I've come to pour my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster box. Oh, I bless your name. So don't be angry. If I wash his feet with my tears And I dry them with my hair Cause you weren't there The night Jesus found me You did not feel what I felt When he wrapped his loving arms around me And you don't know the cause out of this oil in my alabaster box. No one knows what you've been through. I can't forget the way life used to be because I was a prisoner to the sin that had me bound. And I spent my days Poured my life without measure into a little treasure box. I thought I found oh, until the day when Jesus came to me and healed my soul with the Not a 
the cost, not of this oil. Jesus, we worship you, Lord. You're worthy, you're worthy. We worship you, we worship you. I love you, I adore you, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you, I worship you. I worship you. I worship you, Lord. Thank you for forgiving us, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God, we worship you, Lord. I worship you. I love you, Lord. And I live to Jesus, you're beautiful to me. You're beautiful to me. Hallelujah. Lord, we see you. We see you. We see you. 
Just give him a wave offering tonight. Just give him a wave offering. Just, yeah, he's beautiful. Isn't he beautiful? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, bright as the morning star. Jesus, how can I tell you how beautiful you are to me? Continue to worship him. Jesus, bright as the morning star, bright as the morning star. Jesus, Jesus, how can I tell you how beautiful you are? Tell you how beautiful you are to me. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, song that the angels sing. Song that the angels sing, Jesus, dearer to my heart than anything, sweeter than springtime, purer than sunshine, ever my song will be.
Hallelujah. I'm going to turn it back over to Pastor Pablo, but before I do, I want you to join me in a chorus. Oh, I surrender all. Yes, I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed. Sing it one more time with all of your heart. Sing it like you mean it. Oh, I surrender all. Yes, I surrender all. Come on, give God a shout of praise. Come on. Wow. Um, why don't you remain standing? I don't know if you guys feel the same thing I do, but I just want to worship God. Um, I'm going to ask the band to come forward. And uh, God loves us so much. Close your eyes for a second. As the band comes forward, um, as hard as it is, I hardly ever run out of words. I have no words, God. We love you so much, God. We love you so much. God's going to break down walls. God's going to do something amazing right now. I feel like in the coming minutes, God's going to do something so beautiful in your life. Chains of sin will be broken. A fire of love will be reignited. I'm falling in love with God again. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Fall in love with him again. Come on, come on. Surrender everything to God. Give him freedom. Give him freedom. Come on. Let him do everything he wants in your life. Let him have your way. God, have your way, Lord. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have your way, God.
tonight God's put something in my heart that I I think at the end we'll do if if Sissy allows we could do one last song with the whole band and Sissy and Alvin if you want to join us too and is that okay but I want to share something really quick uh, I always hated the preachers that add something after something has been so good and then they mess everything up you know what I'm saying like like why would you have to add something like it was awesome But I know that this is a church of disciples, and uh, we want to make disciples. We don't, we, we, we want to make disciples. And I know there's something that I've seen. I've grown up in Christianity. I grew up in church, and I've seen so many wonderful people loving God. And, but the truth is that many times, 
we keep everything to ourselves. You know, this moment, this this what we just received, the love that you felt from God. You know, we keep it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, thank you, God. And, and we don't realize there's a world out there that's dying without Jesus. There's so many people right now, right now, Friday night, getting drunk, getting high, some contemplating suicide. Girls giving themselves up, their, their bodies, their dignity, everything for, for a little piece of what you have tonight. Just a tiny little speck of the love that you and I are receiving tonight. They are literally selling themselves. There are men that have no acceptance. They're trying to prove how strong they are. In reality, they're just desperate. They're desperate for the love of God. They're desperate for the certainty, the certainty of the security that you and I have, that we are children of God, that nothing can rip us out of his hands. And, and to me, it's amazing how we can come, we can worship. But I'd like for us to do something with this tonight, that we can tell God, I love you so much. I really love you. And I want to show you to the rest of the world. I want to make your name famous above all other names. That there's no one else, nothing else that would matter more to anyone except Jesus. Amen? We have a mission. We have a call. Jesus, before living earth, he said something. Therefore, he said, all authority has been given, has been given to me in heaven and on earth. I have all of this already. But I'm going to send you out to do something. He called it the great commission. We, we call it the great commission. Because the mission between two, right? It's a co-mission. It's us and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, before he left earth. And I kind of feel like we need to do that right now. Before we leave this little piece of heaven right now that you're in. This, this amazing place that you're in. We have to know. We have to know. That before Jesus left earth, he said, I command you now. I, I give you my marching orders. The last words this man would say to us, this God before returning to earth. The most important, I'll tell you this, pieces of, of information that he left us for us to live out. He said, therefore, go. And that's the key. Let's go. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Go, 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 go. He said, go, go, go. And make disciples, make disciples, make disciples. First, we have to be a disciple. And then we can make disciples. We cannot reproduce what we're not. We can teach what we know, but we only reproduce what we are. And so I just want to encourage tonight, Friday night, you came here. We praise God. We worship God. But I've seen this lived out. Pastor Cece, thank you. We cannot thank you enough. Honestly, can we? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I thank God for your dad. Praise God for your dad. I did not let you just cry and cry yourself out of this. Because, man, can you guys say thank you, Mr. Winans? Yes, yes. Thank you, Papa Winans. You know what I mean? Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and I want to thank you because you don't stop there, sissy. You and Nashville Live are making disciples. You guys are doing this. You're doing it right. You're doing it hardcore. You guys are changing Nashville. I'm telling you. Uh, I, so I want to do something. We want to pray uh, for Nashville Live. We want to finish like this. I, honestly, I feel like you guys should be praying for us. Because it is amazing. Amazing what God is doing over there. Uh, you know, Alvin, you guys are killing it. In, in Argentina, when somebody's a really good soccer player, they say, La está rompiendo. La está rompiendo. Which means you are tearing it up. Like you guys are tearing it up, you know, and what God is doing in you guys and through you guys is amazing. 
But we don't want to stop there. We also have, I'm telling you, Julie and Brenda, we admire you guys. You guys are amazing, amazing. Honestly, you guys are incredible, incredible, incredible. And uh, once again, I feel like you guys need to be praying for us big time. And please do, please do. Uh, but, you know, we, we believe wholeheartedly that um, prayer has so much power. And there are moments, and, you know, without sounding so weird to the new people, but prophetic moments. Prophetic doesn't mean like, mmm, let me tell you your future and your, the world's going to end on like the Aztec calendar or something. That's not what we're talking Prophetic means a moment where you're connected with God, where God shows you his heart. He shows you where he's at and where he's going. You know, uh, Tommy Tenney says that the truth of God is where he's been. Right? Right? But then the revelation of God is where he's going. And so we believe that, that we know where God's been, we know what he's done, but we want to know where he's going. We want to be where he's at, right? And we could see you guys being there. We see us doing the work of God together. So, church, would you guys join us? Uh, and we're going to sing one last song, but before that, we want to pray for these two amazing, amazing ministries. I'm telling you, uh, faith community is amazing. M many of you don't. And, and honestly, I, I said a joke earlier, but seriously, like, this is quite possibly the most influential church in, I don't know, our county for sure. You know what I mean? It is an amazing, amazing church of thousands of people that love Jesus. And, uh, and it takes a lot to lead that. Yeah, we want to pray for the family. We want to pray for you guys, uh, you know, and just that God will continue to cover you. You have a friend with us. You know, anything you guys need, we're here. And, I mean... Honestly, like, what can you need? But we're here for you guys, you know? We love you guys. We, we're pushing for you, and uh, we'll have your back no matter what. Anybody talk smack about Taylor Community? You don't see it with us, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, okay, so please stand up. Would you guys come to the front? Uh, Alvin, Sissy, uh, Brenda, and Julie, we just want to extend our hands and pray uh, for you guys. Brenda, I understand you also sing. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So Brenda doesn't sing. She sings. She sang. So come on up here real quick. Um, if you guys wouldn't mind joining us in worship at the last song, yeah. I don't know if we even have a song ready. Yeah? I look at the band. Yeah, okay, they do. I always do this, and they don't even know that what's coming. And they're like, Pastor, we don't know that. Um, okay, so we're going to extend our hands. Pastor Eoni. Pastor Eoni. I know she's with Josiah somewhere. Pastor Eoni. Where is the, where's the brains of this operation? She's here. Pastor Eoni. I'm not moving until she's coming. I'm telling you. I'm staying here. We're going to have breakfast if she doesn't come. I learned. I learned my lesson, and she is amazing. You guys know Pastor Eoni, right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Woo! Is anybody going to go look for her, or are we just going to chill here? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I want Pastor Eoni to be here also. She probably is changing Josiah or something. She's coming? Awesome, 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 awesome. If not, we could just keep naming off awards of Sissy meanwhile she comes. <laughs> no, you guys don't know this, but the way God planned this, we could not have planned it. There's no possible. Right, Sissy? She just came from like Tijuana, I mean Paris. <laughs> she just, I mean, really, the way God moved was amazing. Amor. Um, yes. So we're going to be praying for them. You want to pray? You want me to pray? All right, good, good. Would you guys extend your hand towards them? And uh, just a sign of unity. And uh, just let's just lift up these beautiful ministries and these amazing families. Dear God, we thank you so much, Lord, for what you're doing. 
Thank you so much for this moment, God. Thank you, God, because I know that you orchestrate things so wonderfully, Lord. God, that Brenda and Alvin would be here. God, that Julie would be in this place with us. God, that Pastor Cece would be here with us. God, it is a treat. It's an honor, Lord. We just want to lift them up right now. We want to ask you, God, as your children, that you would protect them, that you would guard them, God, that you would continue to give them new strengths and new anointing, God. Renew their vision, God. Give them more and more vision, God. Give them, give them more vision, God. Please, Lord, fill them with vision, God. I pray right now that you remove any veils or anything that may be getting on the way whatsoever for them to see your heart continuously Lord I thank you because I know that they love you and they love people God and they each one of the people in front here God have chosen to live their lives out for others God I thank you because they could have done so many other things yet they chose to serve you dear God I pray God that you bring a special covering over their families Lord over their marriages God over the future marriages God over everything that they're doing God over there especially God I pray that you just guard them Lord keep them keep them keep them God guard our hearts guard their hearts Lord we ask you Lord that you would bring a, a renewed strength to every one of them Lord that they would find more joy and more joy and more joy in doing your work I thank you God because I know that the enemy is not happy with them but I thank you Lord because I know that you are with us and if you are with us who or what can be against us God we praise you God we declare Lord that you are with us and we are with you God I pray for one last thing Lord that you cover their descendants Lord that the, the, the descendants will be protected Lord I know that the enemy's plan is to kill to rob and to destroy but we declare Lord that you bring abundant life to them and to those that are coming after them God we declare Lord that our families will serve the Lord God that we who have chosen we will serve you God and anyone who joins these ministries God will come under that same covering that same protection God that their families also will love God and also will serve the Lord I thank you God for everything you've done God we ask you Lord that you protect also Pastor Alvin God that you continue to give him new strength new anointing God we praise you for him God we pray that you just renew his strength every day God we pray for Pastor Jim Reeves God we ask you that you bless him that you increase him in everything he asks and Lord thank you thank you for this amazing people for this amazing time we want to worship you God for just a little bit longer Will you continue to be in our midst? And even though we leave this place, may we never leave your presence. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. Give God a shout of praise. So, I think we have enough mics. Sean, can you give up? Do you have another mic? Exalt the name of God on high, amen.
encourage you guys to sing this next part with power. service. We love you guys, and uh, I'll be here signing autographs. I don't know where Cece will be. <laughs> All right, I love you guys. Take care.